0: Frequent Flyers, you asked and I listened. We have a highly anticipated episode today. Chloe Familton has landed in Townsville and I've got her in the studio with me. If you haven't seen this incredible woman on social media, or the news or literally any kind of media lately. She is attempting to set the record for the youngest woman to circumnavigate Australia in a solo light aeroplane and she's here in Townsville so I've quickly stolen an hour of her time and got her in the studio. We've got a super fun episode planned ahead. Hearing about her story which is just so inspiring and so much fun as well. Her and her dad went solo together. They've been doing their private pilot license together and it's just, it's so beautiful. So I'm really glad that I could sit down and chat with her because I know you guys have been requesting this I've had so many messages over the past couple weeks being like do you know where Chloe is have you been tracking her flight please get her in the studio and I was like guys I got you I'm all over it so it was lovely to have her land at Hangar 85 the Aviatrix HQ where we also share with Townsville Helicopters National Aviation Academy and Zephyr Australia so those are all our other sister brands so the whole team got to meet her all our students it was excellent she's little just famous queen I love it she was walking around the hangar and just everyone's going up to her and you know making her feel welcome so it was wonderful to see just you know the aviation community really bond over her arrival and yeah send her off um this morning so it was yeah it was wonderful to catch up but best of luck to Chloe on the next part of her leg Um, you know we're all sending her big wishes and again thank you to her for coming in the studio today stick around because it's a lot of fun you know not only do we chat about what motivated her to set this record and send off on this challenge but we also did a little snack review as well and she's also got a really funny travel chat at the end so stick around for it all and of course if you have any questions or if you've got anyone else you want me to interview on the podcast definitely send it through we are winding down for the end of the year but feeling really motivated and excited for what 2024 looks for aviatrix airwaves so I will uh, not sit here and chat any longer because I'm sure you want to listen to everything she has to say and enjoy today's episode if you do make sure you share where you are listening to the podcast on over the next couple weeks as well for the episodes anyone who does um, we'll do a little competition so tag us and share where you're listening to the podcast episode from it can be any episode over you know the whole two seasons and at random we'll pick out a couple frequent flyers to send out some of our caps too so get tagging share where you're listening and I'm keen to send out some Christmas goodies because I just love spreading the love so enjoy and I'm excited to see where you're listening to this podcast from. Chloe Familton, you are aiming to set the record for the youngest female to circumnavigate around Australia in a light aeroplane. What motivated you to do this? Where did this inspiration (laughs) come from? I think I'm very lucky that
1: I've been inspired by a bunch of incredible female pilots, both contemporary to our time and, and and from the past as well. But the particular idea of the Spread Your Wings record flight came from Zara Rutherford, who she flew around the world solo in 2021 so picture this this was me i was 15 at the time i was in lockdown not really doing anything just scrolling on TikTok, and i came across we all do (laughs) yeah that was that was my lockdown experience but i came across what she was doing and i think from that i was so inspired by the idea that it's possible for someone at a young age to achieve something like that Mm -hmm. is that when you then started your private license I had just started learning to fly at that time so it definitely I think kind of planted the seeds in my head. Definitely. Which yeah I looked into once I actually got my
0: PPL at the start of this year as well. Mm -hmm. Certainly one way to get your hours up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Have you always been this person to you know like set big challenges wanted to be like a record breaker or is this kind of the first big challenge that you've set? I think
1: For as far back as I can remember, I've always been a really, really ambitious person and I love the idea of setting myself particular goals and then working onwards towards them and the satisfaction that comes at the end from knowing that you've achieved something really great.
0: So tell us, where are you going? Where are your travels taking you? Yep. So
1: the original route, it was planned essentially to follow a coastal track. So starting from Cessnock, then tracking up so far, I've been to Coffs Harbour, uh, the Sunshine Coast, Rockhampton, now in Townsville. Yeah, girls. Ooh. And you're going to stay here with us. Oh, I we're going to steal you. You. <laughs> you won't let me leave at this point. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've already we've done it all. We've, we've gone along the Strand. We went up Castle Hill today, which was actually good for me because I realised I haven't been up there in ages and I should probably <laughs> get my running shoes back on. Very nice. Doing it was it. very nice. It was a stunning day. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a rainy entrance to Townsville.
1: Yeah, it was definitely, I think, quite an interesting approach. So, part of the strategy I've adopted, especially for flying in the northern northern parts of the country, mm-hmm. um, is first light, the early morning departures, with the aim of trying to get in before any interesting weather happens, because that usually happens in the afternoon. Yep. It was more mid-morning today, so... It was. It was yeah. random, wasn't it? Yeah. There were showers coming in, but I think, actually, because I had to um, orbit a few times to wait for other aircraft, I actually... Escapes them a little bit which so it was a pretty nice approach in landing into Townsville actually. Well I'm glad your <laughs> entrance was a lovely one and you can remember it then. <laughs> so where to next? So tomorrow I'm actually planning to fly up to Cairns which mm. is very very exciting because there are a few people there I'm hoping to meet. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little bit interesting moving forward from that point because there's been obviously a lot of planning and conversations uh, behind the scenes so we've always had the idea in the back of my head where I am flying in the wet season and what I was going to say yeah. you picked
0: a really good time for it especially <laughs> here in the north like <laughs> it is yeah. yeah summer wet season is here yeah so what happens just if it isn't going to work and
1: I think based off the facts that there's Preliminary evidence of a cyclone off the coast, mm-hmm. which is mm, yep. not fun. No, not yeah. as a pilot. Not what <laughs> we want to hear. Yeah, because uh, yeah, small aircraft and cyclones don't really mix well together. So for that <laughs> reason, from tomorrow, I will be cutting in early to a more westerly track.
0: Oh, so you're yeah. going to go cowgirl, go on central. <laughs> <laughs> What's the overall distance look like? So how many, how many k's? So going? the entire trip will be
1: 14,000. Mm -hmm. and even if I do cut in following that more central route, it will still amount to about the same in terms of distance. Mm -hmm.
0: How long is it estimated to take you? When are you going to be back home? Maybe by New Year's. By New Year's? Yeah. That's quick as. I was expecting you to be out (laughs) for months. I suppose I would be someone, I think, though, if I was on this trip, like I'd want to stay just weeks and weeks at every location because I love to explore. Is it the plan just to be like one night at every place or are you doing... Like two legs in one day or is it just kind of get up early, fly? What's the, yeah, what's the plan? So the current plan will have me flying a maximum
1: of five hours a day. Okay. But the past few days I've done shorter legs of about two and a half, three. So while I've said our, our initial plan was a 20 days worth of flying, but for all of the past few days I've done so far, those legs have been split and adjusted. Mm-hmm. So it could take much longer than what we've planned just based on the weather and also fatigue as well, dealing with that
0: um, yeah, in the flying. Definitely, that's a massive yeah. factor that you've got to take in. And yeah, it's good to hear that you're kind of already changing that around and listening to yourself and the yeah. weather, of course, and your aircraft. There was a bit of a mishap at the start. You were meant to leave a little bit earlier.
1: Yeah, so um, <laughs> it's a very, very interesting story. Is For this trip, I'm taking the absolutely gorgeous November Charlie Oscar, um, a 172. She's just come in from... Having a full panel upgrade and 100-hour service, absolutely gorgeous aircraft to fly, I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, however, just in the way that GA works, I'm sure obviously you understand, is that getting the upgrade done took a little bit longer than expected, so that resulted in me being delayed. So. Obviously, I am a little bit later out of the gate, which has brought in some consideration with weather. But obviously, we're handling it at a time. And
0: I'm very happy to be doing it in NCO. (laughs) Yes, nice. So, it all worked out in the end. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What is the location that you're most excited to see? You've gone to lots of different places. I know it's changed a little bit. But surely, there's one on the bucket list that you're really excited to tick off.
1: I'm actually really excited about the idea of flying across the Nullarbor. Mm -hmm. So going around like Esperance, across the forest, all those places, I think I really like that, the idea of it. And people, is there anyone that you've like lined up that you really want to meet? Yeah, I think even now, like dropping in to say hi to you guys was... Oh, thank (laughs) you. Love (laughs) you you all. (laughs) Um, But I'm really, really excited for some of the people I'll be meeting in Western Australia. So I think it's a really, really wonderful community, Um, Australian aviation, especially women in Australian aviation, because... There aren't that many of us, but we're all, I think, quite tightly knit, closely uh, connected. So, definitely, yeah, a lot of people from the Australian Women Pilots Association, especially in WA, I will be running into at some point along the trip. Oh, that's so, so yeah. good. I'm excited. I'm excited to follow along the journey yeah. as well. How
0: do people follow along? What's the best way?
1: So, I have, um, I'm have i posting regular updates. Firstly, I have a website, which is just my name, chloefamilton.au. No, .com. (laughs) And all of my social medias, so uh, mostly Instagram, is also
0: just the same account name too. Wonderful. So people can follow along for updates there. I was trying to get you on the TikTok for the daily vlogs, but we'll see how we go with that. What is your favourite in-flight snack? Ooh, I had a muffin this morning. A muffin?
1: It went down really well at 6,500 feet, actually. I really enjoyed it. You liked it? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say probably muesli bars of various descriptions because I like chocolate but it melts and it's not the best to eat Mm -hmm. when you're holding other things but I think muesli bars because I have that little like packet thing as well so you can kind of pause eating it for a second and it doesn't melt everywhere which is always good <laughs>
0: we actually we asked all the staff at hangar 85 what mm-hmm. their favorite in-flight snack was and we've done you up a little package <gasps> to take with oh. so give me two seconds to jump away from the mic to oh. go grab it I was like I've <laughs> got to just bring this in for the guys at the studio it's like how do I bring this <laughs> in That's that that bag was. <laughs> let me go grab it two seconds. yeah you do <laughs> thank you oh bless <laughs>
1: I can hear like a bag unzipping. I'm like, what are you like? <laughs> Ooh, very exciting. <gasps>
0: oh. So we've got oh. you that little package from Aviatrix, Thank you. and then this is there are Pringles. Okay. okay, there are Pringles. <laughs> I think I,
1: I think I broke the microphone, but there are Pringles in there. <laughs> there's sour cream and onion as well.
0: What have we got in there? What did the crew put together? Got some. Got some. I love, love them. the ASMR of it. <laughs> what I love
1: about having anything with peanuts in it is my brother is allergic, so we don't have them in the house and I <laughs> really, really enjoy peanut snacks. I had peanut butter toast for breakfast, I think four mornings in a row once I've been away. Well, so, I was going to yeah. get
0: you, I was actually talking <laughs> to Vanessa from AFT and I was talking to her, I was like, does she like, prefer crunchy or smooth peanut butter? And then I was like, oh, she's not just going to carry around a jar of peanut butter, which now listening to you, you probably... I might have actually done you it. Yeah, would have <laughs> done that. So we thought Reese's peanut butter cups yeah. would have been better. Have you tried them? I actually haven't. No. <laughs> Should we do a little live tasting? Okay. Yeah, all right. Read them out. What are they? I found is them in the international section. Turtle chips. Turtle no. chips. shows we actually, so we have on the TikTok, on the Hangar85 TikTok, we do staff room snack reviews. And this is something that we had in, we haven't tried yet, but it's in the cupboard for staff room snack review. And Laura, our receptionist and student liaison officer, she actually said that they're so good. So I was like, great, I'll get them. Chloe, maybe me just stealing your snacks, like <laughs> bringing them for you, but being like, oh, let's do a taste test. From Korea, apparently. Turtle chips. <laughs> Open the rest and then we'll All see. Right, let's we'll, go oh, see. We're gonna, we're gonna oh, we're going to go straight
1: we into can it. Go, we can go these ones first. We've got some snakes. Always solid snack. Love me some snakes. Some more snakes. Different species of snakes. <laughs> um more stuff that i can't have at home so very exciting (laughs) reeses love reeses got some macadamias that That makes me very happy
0: i think that was isaac's recommendation was macadamia salted thank you isaac (laughs) got some chips that was michelle's recommendation chips are always a solid option what's your favorite flavor of chips
1: i'm gonna say maybe some of the barbecue ones but salt and vinegar though no. Salt and vinegar is pretty up there. It's Dale, pink what's as well, your favourite? So. Oh, I love the um, the sweet chili. Oh, me too. From Red Rock. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Loves. That. All right. And we've got some classic Milo bars as well. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> love that. They're the best.
0: I was like, <laughs> Can, can I get the We're most unhealthy? <laughs> <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> no, no. Dale's getting hungry. Have you had lunch today, Dale? <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we try these? Yeah, I will tips?
1: put these away. Because I feel like I'm ruining the audio with all this. <laughs> and then we can try the turtle chips. <laughs> just crunch into the mic. Yeah, let's do an
0: ASMR. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> Diversifying the podcast a little bit. All right, turtle chips, let's go. I just can't <laughs> wait. I was like,
0: oh, we could we could try them after. Me, I love that. Getting getting new snacks and being like, no, you've got to eat them now with me. <laughs> <laughs> They're not for your flight anymore. So
1: we can all have them.
0: <laughs> yeah. <'Kay. laughs> try and open these like more daintily, but... So what are they? Turtle chips? What what flavor? Choco, choco churro flavor. Choco churro. And I just found I them in the expensive. international section at yeah, Coles. They're from Korea, apparently. Expensive. I can't remember. I just looked <laughs> at it and said, "Yep, that's good. That's going straight <laughs> in my basket." Straight Took me about four goes to get them open. But <laughs> can, can I interest you in a turtle chip? Oh, thank you. I would love one. <laughs> oh, they're like quite thick. I'm gonna. Turtle. <laughs> do you <laughs> want they're one, Dale? Turtles? Yeah, yeah, I'll get one. Dale's coming around to get one as well. 100%. You think Ooh. there are real turtles in these or? hundred oh, <laughs> percent. I actually don't know what they're made of. They're very interesting looking. They smell amazing. Oh, have you just gone straight in, Dale? Oh, Dale, oh, okay. okay, ready? <laughs> Three, two, one.
1: That is so good.
0: Oh. Mm. Oh my God.
1: They will taste divine in the in the plane.
0: You know no what? <laughs> I would have that with a bowl of ice cream.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Or just eat them. I'd, I'd even p- have them soggy with yeah. ice cream.
1: That tastes good too. Like it actually cream.
0: does taste like a churro. Am I the only one getting that? How does it do that? Cause Cause it's, it's like a like Nutella the churro. The cinnamon thing of churros as well. Oh, that's so good. You're going to have to hide where them from, it from me. Is from Coles. I mean, like, where Korea. Korea. Oh. oh Korea. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Okay.
1: Love me some turtle chips. This is very <laughs> exciting. Well, that was
0: dangerous because now I will be putting them in my weekly shop, which <laughs> I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Thank you, turtle chips. Thank you to the turtle chips. There is other flavours and stuff, but they're like corn flavour and everything. And I was like...
1: You, you can't go wrong with the
0: chocolate ones, though. You can <laughs> never go wrong with chocolate.
1: Will they melt up, up in Oh, do car.
0: you reckon they'll melt? <laughs> I'll eat them all first. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I don't even think they'll leave this studio. If I'm being <laughs> honest with you, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm mean, now it's actually watering. I need to. I will devour more. Turtle chips
1: are characterized by rich texture and double flavor because they create the feeling of eating several chips with only one bite. <laughs> Not wrong. When you slowly chew your sweets, it maximizes crispiness in your mouth, and the ones resembling turtles are also the alluring features of turtle chips. Wait,
0: do they actually look like turtles?
1: Oh, know. just the... Yeah. yeah. I didn't see it.
0: Straight <laughs> Yeah, straight just straight scoffed in. it straight down. <laughs> didn't even look like at okay. it. <laughs> I don't think... I should have done that at the end. I'm not going to be able to finish now. Oh, my, my mouth is watering. Ready <laughs> for more. Ready for more. Oh, love that. So, muesli bars, <laughs> that that's there? a favourite. Yeah. Well, soon to be another favourite, turtle I think. Turtle chips, I reckon. <laughs> Maybe taking over. What has kind of your... I suppose. Like, what have you been eating? What have you been taking with you on the trip? So, do I. you just wait till you stop? Or? I do have some
1: snacks I'll take with me. Um, a lot of the times it's just not practical to eat when <laughs> I'm flying. So, it's a, I'll refuel and then quickly scoff something down and then have a bigger meal before and after. But I do have a 9.7 kilo bag for all of my snacks. That's <laughs> a lot of snacks. <laughs> that is a lot a of lot snacks. Of but chips.
0: I, <laughs> I wonder how many turtle chips you could fit in that bag. If we can, like, compress the... Too many. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, never too many. So I had to do the weights and balances for it because the snacks are very important. They are
1: very important. It's not just, like, I guess, snacky things to eat during flight. It's the idea of because I'll be departing for a lot of them very early, breakfast, Mm -hmm. there won't really be the option to have a proper breakfast. No, and you got stuck somewhere the other day trying to get brekkie. Is that
0: right? Yes, (laughs) run us through that. Oh,
1: yeah. Um... I was at Coffs Harbour departing to go to the Sunshine Coast, and we were again following the fun strategy of getting there early. However, it seemed that there was a little bit more cloud than forecast, so I was going to wait around at Coffs for maybe about an hour or so until it burnt off and I could go fly. And didn't really have anything to do, and I'm like, how about instead of delving into my emergency snack pile, (laughs) I'll go over to the terminal like a civilised human being, (laughs) get something actually decent to eat for breakfast. So, I start walking and at that point I realise that the um, GA part of the airport and then the RPT terminal are 1.9 kilometres apart. (gasps) And I kind of... You didn't check that before you started walking? No, because I was (laughs) just following the signs. (laughs) And then like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I did Google Maps at about halfway through and at that point I'm like, you know what? I'm committed. I might as well keep going. You're going to treat yourself to a good breakfast. Yeah. This is endurance. This is diligence. (laughs) This is not giving up. This is what I'm trying to promote. The terminal
0: was closed after all of it <laughs> <laughs> That is horrible Did you walk back or did you get a taxi back? I, there <laughs> were no taxis It was <laughs> all closed <laughs> So you had to walk Oh you <laughs> poor darling You have been hungry after that walk yeah, yeah. No. I did do like a four kilometre walk
1: before I went and flew yeah, so you got go like your hot fitness. girl yeah. up in the
0: morning Yeah, <laughs> Turn it into
1: a positive No yeah, breakfast I'm, but hot girl steps fine I had an up and go afterwards That was part of my emergency
0: snack nah. supply So it's fine <laughs> It's fine <laughs> So speaking on the packing then, mm-hmm. what have you packed? I mean, I go for an overnight sleepover at a friend's house and, or like a trip away and I'll need like a full-on suitcase. How have you just packed up all of a month's supply? What have you taken with you? I think for, in terms of the packing, it's about being smart. So
1: actually a lot of the stuff I have in the aeroplane is not about my own living supplies, I guess. It's stuff for the plane. And I also have... An emergency kit. I have things to tie down the plane. Some of the snack, um, some of the snacks in the back. But in terms of the things I'll need on a day-to-day basis, I have two um, two little handheld carry cases. Um, they're actually from the nineteen sixties oh. traveling cases, and I found one of them at Lifeline for twenty-five dollars, and I found the other one on the side of the road for council cleanup. And they're actually part of a set. Oh my goodness! So I was very impressed with myself for that. That was yeah. like thrifting girly to the max. But yeah. <laughs>
0: You yeah. slayed that thrift shop.
1: <laughs> yeah. So at that point, I decided that they were too iconic, and even if I maybe did need a bigger bag, I was gonna have to make it all fit. You into had to make it work. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Exactly. So, I think just really being smart about what I'm packing. I'm lucky because it is in the summertime, so a lot of clothes are, I guess, lighter. I'm not taking any big hoodies or coats or anything, which would take up the whole suitcase. But yeah. Yeah. Like being smart,
0: making sure you can just figure out exactly what you need. Yeah. and you got all your summer dresses packed exactly obviously i was you rolled out of your plane today and i was like Gosh, she looks so cute today i was like i oh, here i am like had my full wardrobe from home and i rocked up looking just like a mess and i'm like chloe just prances out of this airplane just like looking gorgeous as ever and i was like okay <laughs> you're living out of a suitcase and flying an airplane every day and you just look like that so cool thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) I think the big question on everyone's mind is how did you plan this so you know what was the planning process like how did you get an airplane you know the costs involved yeah I'll say that to try and plan a trip around Australia whilst
1: doing your end of year school exams yeah
0: because you're only just turned 18 yeah crazy girl (laughs) <laughs> it was nice. Yeah. People like take a gap year or go to schoolies or something. <laughs> you're like, nah, I'm going to fly around Australia. I think very much a lot of the credit for some of the
1: planning needs to go to the people who have helped me out along the way. So, Janae, my instructor, she has so much experience flying. Oh, there we are. <laughs> flying. <laughs> Sounded a bit quiet. So, she has done a lot of extensive flying just around Australia in all times of year. So, I think in terms of the, does this place have fuel? Mm. is it you know a suitable spot to land I'm relying a lot on her experience and expertise it's also my parents have helped me a lot with some of the logistical things about organizing a trip around the country beyond the actual flying part is if let's say you're trying to get a hotel to stay but because of the weather you're not sure exactly I could get here in maybe a three or four day window so logistically that's been definitely a lot of looking into it so Mm -hmm. I think the support of other people helping me and also motivating me to keep going with the trip. Mm. Um in terms of getting the aircraft, um I'm currently flying with Blue Sky. They're out at, at Cessnock. Um they've been wonderful in getting firstly NCO ready for the trip and the amount of work that's gone into that has been absolutely incredible and for that I'm very, very, very grateful. So they've sponsored the aircraft for you to take? They haven't sponsored the aircraft. Um but there has been so much work put into it specifically with the panel upgrade for the trip and yeah. even like little touches as well because I'll have to show you when we get back but Definitely. I had a special keychain made that's matches the aluminium
0: of the panel Aww. and it has my name on it to Aww. go with to go with the plane keys that's beautiful. which I think is very very cute yeah yeah, yeah. so so plane was sponsored how you how are you covering cost of fuel and everything because I know we all work in aviation yeah. and one. Anytime there's something with the label aviation on it, it becomes so expensive and, you know, you're yeah. fresh out of school. So, yeah. So, how are you covering the costs? of so the So, a lot of the costs, we are self-sponsoring for
1: that. Mm. However, so many people have reached out with places to land, places to stay. For a lot of parts in the trip, I won't be actually at a hotel. I'll be staying with someone. That's I mean, lovely. That's what I did for the Sunshine Coast. It's very cosy and homey, but... I mean, the flight itself is for the purpose of charity. So mm-hmm. people pitching in to help out with particular parts of the parts of the leg and the costs, that's been incredible. So what charity have you chosen for the trip? So we're supporting A Start in Life through this trip. And what they're all about is breaking down barriers specifically for young Australians through education. So as a charity, they're supporting students... Um, uh, students with financial access to education so that means things like providing funds for schooling equipment camps oh, that's lovely. they also have career mentoring programs and um, some programs trying to encourage a lot of skills you need for the 21st century which is I didn't actually realize they'd put in some of these new programs before i reached out to them but they do have specifically a new program going in this year encouraging people in STEM and that field which lines up really, really well with myself being in aviation. Yeah. So, and that's also with a lot of the flight, is I'm trying to promote the idea of aviation and the idea of, as a young person, you can really achieve anything and it's completely possible if you put your mind
0: to something. I love that message. Is that why you yeah. chose that charity?
1: Yeah, it lines up really, really well with what
0: I'm trying to promote with the trip. Even I think better than what I initially anticipated, <laughs> really. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's so it's awesome that you can, you know, do this and experience all this and then help someone else along the way as well. Yeah. That's that's incredible. And you're going to to inspire so many people as well. I mean, you already have
1: Yeah, I think that's for me the most important part of it is not about any particular records because We've spoken about the idea of due to the wet season, I'll need to adopt a more inland route, which mm-hmm. would result in it being a not official circumnavigation of Australia. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so much more than, than that. It's like, well, my main aim is not to become the youngest woman. It, my main aim is obviously to stay safe in the flight. Like, Definitely. So if that's the choice that needs to be make, made, I think very much I can still achieve the same other goals of inspiring young people and supporting the charity through the visibility generated from the flight
0: and I'm sure this is just the start of all the crazy wonderful big adventures that you're gonna jet off and do (laughs) anyway so you never know your name's gonna be everywhere girl it's gonna be (laughs) awesome to watch and follow along what sort what sort of training did you do to prepare for this trip any particular training in your in your flight training
1: yeah so There's, I think I could probably divide this up into stuff on the ground and then stuff in the air. So, in terms of the prep, it's all been research, 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 because I'm unfamiliar with pretty much every single place apart from Sassnock. Yep. So, trying to figure out, I guess, uh, before I was talking with the um, particular approach into maybe bigger places like Townsville, where there is a lot going on. Yep um and in terms of the actual flying with janea was we did put together a training program specifically for the flight so Mm -hmm. a lot of that was focused on some of the nav procedures there was one flight where i think we did three and a half hours just of emergencies so Mm -hmm. i took off that one they had a simulated failure on upwind and then i got lost and then something else started stopped working and then there was an electrical thing failing and then there was another forced landing and then a prex search somewhere three and a half hours of everything going wrong
0: all emergency procedures
1: Yeah. So, stuff like that, just to really try and prepare me for anything along the way. And I think as well, in terms of the preparation, it's a lot more about the planning, because there are things you can't really prep for, because there is no way in Sydney you can simulate some of the conditions that you'd find specifically in northern parts of Australia. So, that's where it comes to relying on the experience of others and making a lot more safe and conservative decisions, like the cutting across to the west.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah. Have you faced any big challenges so far? I know you're only just on the first couple legs of your trip but has there been any challenges maybe through the planning process or through your flying? Um, In terms of the planning
1: process there were I think some issues about actually getting the project off the ground to begin with is I think I'd say that um, particularly in this industry I found that there are some people who don't really want to take the idea of a teenage girl flying a plane seriously Mm -hmm. and I think initially that was a little bit discouraging, yeah. but I feel like now I guess I'm underway and you don't need to be able to prove and justify yourself, but I feel like the flights I'm doing now are at least doing that a little bit. So if people, I guess, maybe don't support the idea of women flying, well, I go look at this, here's something that proves... I can do it just as just as well as anyone else can.
0: And so you said this is only going to take, what, a month? You'll be home maybe by New Year's, but we never know. Everything in aviation is just wake up and see, take it one day at a time. What's kind of the plan after this? Is there, have you got, you know, two-year goals? Have you got five-year goals? Is this just the start of all the big, the big challenges and records that you're going to try and break? Or... Are you just going to finish the trip and then see what you want to do after? Start by saying I'm not that organised. I mean, (laughs) my New Year's
1: resolutions haven't looked at those since March. So (laughs) Um, I think in terms of the flight, um, it's, well, it is 20 flying days, obviously. There's the rest days and stuff in between. So obviously I'm not sure of when I'll get back specifically. But moving into next year, I'll be looking at, um, the idea of a long term career in university and things like that moving forward.
0: Lovely. You yeah. Got so much time to think about it in the air. I <laughs> you got all this free thinking time. Are you getting yeah. lonely? Do you wish there was someone with you, or are you happy doing it solo?
1: I feel like at times I do because one part of aviation, I think, just is, you know the the banter that you have with the people you fly with and the connections you build along the way. But at the same time, I'm meeting so many new people at different airports, and I think, I guess, in kind of, I guess, a modern globalized age you're never really that far away no is i think even at home is yesterday i facetimed mom
0: and she showed me all my cats because i've got three cats and i wish i could have brought them with me but (laughs) i don't think they'd really like flying (laughs) your friends you were like "Nope, you guys can stay home but wish i brought my cats (laughs) wish i brought the cats (laughs) were your friends bugging you were they they jealous they they didn't get to come
1: along I think um, a few of my friends actually are maybe scared flyers. I can change that, I feel. but Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm
0: sure you can.
1: (laughs) Is I do have a few people who I definitely would love to take up for a fly at some point back home. I think that would be definitely a lot of fun to, I guess, share my passion with the people
0: in circles of my life that aren't aviation. Mm -hmm. And if someone wants to jump in and support, you know, they want to help out, how do they do that? so as this flight
1: is mainly for a start in life at the point of the recording because I'm getting updates every week or so we've raised over six thousand dollars already so incredible yeah to anyone listening out who I mean is supportive of the idea would love to show their support it would be through that charity and that would mean the absolute world to me because that is something I'm definitely trying to achieve with the flight
0: And if they wanna reach out to you, maybe they wanna provide a room or show you around their city, give you a car for the day, any of that stuff, and they get in touch.
1: On my website, there's a contact form. Um, you can send an email there. I do
0: check my emails regularly, I promise. Um, <laughs> go you. I think <laughs> I've got about 50 sitting there from like the past week that I'm avoiding. So sorry <laughs> any of the frequent flyers that are trying to reach out. But yeah. I've had a VIP in town. I've had to I've had to go Sightsee today, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she took me around Townsville, it was very nice. But it took all of three yeah.
1: minutes, but we got <laughs> I think um, specifically if you're offering stuff for support along the way, even if it's not material support like meeting me in a particular place but you have experience flying into somewhere where I haven't and that's everywhere apart from where I've been. <laughs> um, I'm also active on Insta mostly so like a DM, shoot me a DM there and I will try and read it. <laughs> try and read it. Can we
0: follow your flight on like flight radar yeah. or anything? So
1: November Charlie Oscar on flight radar. So I was in RPL for the first leg of the trip, which I know is a bit of a fan favourite because it was a training aircraft in Mackay for a little bit. So it's actually very rewarding to have people reach out and be like, oh, I did my first solo in that plane. <laughs> but my apologies to all the diehard RPL fans. NCO is going to be the aircraft for the rest of the trip
0: nco there we go we'll watch it (laughs) chloe you are doing some incredible things i'm so glad that i could steal an hour of your hectic month that you've got (laughs) coming up to sit and chat with you and i know i had so many frequent flyers reach out to me and they're like you know chloe's coming to townsville soon like you've got to reach out to her and i was like guys i'll get her on the podcast chill but i had so many messages like you need to get her on the podcast we want to hear about it so thank you so much here (laughs) she is guys with her turtle chips and all and her cute little summer address ready to rock and roll and yeah. head around australia you are honestly so inspiring motivating i just can't wait to watch this journey thank and this you trip very unfold. very very much so thank you for yeah, coming on <laughs> wonderful that's us so you want me to keep it recording so you can do the intro um i honestly haven't got any news how long was that because i might just not do a news segment today
1: 32, probably like 30. 32.
0: 32. oh do you want to do travel chat Oh, yeah. Have you got a what travel chat? What would you kind of ask me there? I'm not going to ask you anything. I'm just going to say, have you got any travel chat? And then you just go on a story. A rant. A rant. Tell us a story. I think I have one. I think you have one. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Chloe, I've got you back in the studio for yes. travel chat because Ooh. you clearly have the bug... <laughs> for travelling and all things aviation and holiday mode stuff. So, have you got any travel chats for our travel chat segment?
1: Yep. So, this was a story from when I was a little bit younger and I think it was the, su- the summer I finished year six and we went on a family holiday to the States and we were going to go to Disneyland and we were also going to um, go to the snow for a bit. It was all very exciting. So, of course, it's winter in December, January in America at the time, so... We had rugged up in all of our like winter coats and ski gear and I had a hat with a polar bear on it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I still have it. <laughs> still have it.
0: We'll have to find a photo of that and pop it on the Instagram. Oh, we do not need to find a photo <laughs> of that. I think we do. <laughs> I think mean, we do.
1: Um, but there was a medical emergency on my flight to oh. LA and we ended up getting devoted to make a landing at Hawaii at about one in the morning local time. Oh, wow. And they couldn't schedule us on a flight for, it just happened a few days because of how it worked out
0: mm-hmm.
1: and let's say hawaii is not the nicest place to be when all you have is ski skier and a polar bear hat <laughs> so there are photos of me at at the beach with my like
0: padded snow legs kind of <laughs> rolled up so i can wade in the water a little bit <laughs> There you go. Always pack yeah. bikinis then, and <laughs> and a summer dress. I'm gonna yeah. remember that. I feel like every holiday, uh, everyone calls it different: bikinis, togs, swimsuits, Wherever you are, you know what <laughs> I'm talking about right now. Yeah. But I feel like that I have not gone to that extremes. But you go on holidays and then you just you're like, no, I'm not gonna need my my swimsuit. I'll say for everyone listening. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, you you just always need yeah. it. Well, a shirt would have been great at that a point. <laughs> You didn't pack anything, just nothing you could... <laughs> the temperature was not meant to get above zero the entire time. <laughs> it was 33 degrees. <laughs> I love that. Well, I don't think you're going to have that issue in yeah. central Queensland or in WA or everywhere around There's Australia at this time. a freak December
1: snowstorm in the wet season
0: who knows <laughs> who knows we'll see <laughs> we'll see what can happen hey yeah <laughs> honestly just knowing just when you plan trips and then something just something just always yeah. there's a little spanner in the works hey well that's very much aviation especially GA mm-hmm. so can't mm-hmm. wait to see what happens next with that <laughs> can't wait to see thank you for joining me thank you very much see ya cool okay.
1: I love that short and sweet but funny that's I good. actually have a story to share about this that I was not going to talk about on the podcast.